Hello everyone and welcome to episode 7 of Straight White Whale. My name's Darren Connell. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in so far and the likes and the shares. The podcast is doing pretty well. Um, I'm feeling good today, much better than I did last week. And before I start, Paul, I just want to give a wee shout out to Janie Godley. She gets some bad news today. A Scottish comedy powerhouse. She's a fantastic comedian. She just got diagnosed with uh, cancer this week. And I think it would be a crime if I never gave her a shout out and wished her well. Uh, so Janie, know that she'll be listening. <laughs> I just want to say I'm thinking about you, pal. And Ashley, I send you all my love. I can't even imagine uh, what you're going through right now. So I'm just... I wish you guys all the best and much love to you. So fair play to you, mate. Fair play to you. It's never easy when you're dealing with that shit. That's yes. for sure. I've heard good things about Ashley. I have I've seen uh it's Ashley's story into it. So yeah. I I seen her at the Clifford benefit at the O2 Academy fucking years ago, man. Years ago, with like Gary Little, Mark Nelson, I think Frankie Boyle was there. Yeah. Obviously Janie was there. Um I don't remember it. I don't remember her particularly, yeah. but I've heard good things, man. Yeah, they're really funny comedians. I mean, people hate Janie Godley and she gets a lot of uh, online troll and abuse and she invites it as well. Aye. But I've gigged with her. I remember gigging with her at the Glee Club in, in Glasgow one weekend and it's a Friday and a Saturday night and she went up both nights with two different 20-minute sets and she fucking smashed it. And, you know, you, you can say whatever you want about somebody's personality, mm-hmm. but she, she's funny. And see, if I was a producer, uh, like a producer or a promoter, um, she, I would always get her a, give her a gig. She's just funny as fuck. So Aye, I think the proof of that is in how successful she's been. Yeah. Like you said, um, you, you stick your head above the fucking, the wall it tends to get chopped off. Um, and like you say, personally, you can think what you like, but I don't think it's uh, fair to like wish bad or wish death or ill on people. So fair enough, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope she gets better soon, man. That's pretty shite. Aye. So that's as, a bit as serious as the podcast is going to get. So I didn't help you here, mate. Great. <laughs> <laughs> how are you how's your week been how have you been since i last seen you i'm good mate i'm good it's been a busy week but a productive week so no mate i'm feeling good today man i've got i don't know why but since i, I was my head went it's the smell of that fucking cigar but it's no for some reason the last five minutes there man my stomach's get really fucking sore but oh, really? it's probably because i've no eight might do it is that snidey digs towards me because I smoke cigars? No, no mate, it is not. Um, <laughs> I don't mind the smell of cigars and I, I'm i an ex-smoker myself, so I'd be a hypocrite to be like, oh, that's stinking or anything like that. But that my head was like, maybe it's that cigar, but there's no way the smell of cigar has gave me fucking like acid reflux, which is what this kind of <laughs> fucking feels like. But. I, I treated myself today, it's Friday, so I decided to I just buy cigars at the weekend and smoke them Friday, Saturday and Sunday. But right. I suppose that's typical smokers behaviour. Oh, I don't really smoke. I just smoke on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and that's that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tuesday off, and on my smoking, uh, I still have a fag if I'm having a drink, mate. Do you? Aye, I can't. It, there, there's nothing better. There is very few pleasures in life like a pint and a fag. Yeah. 
Yeah. I miss the days when you could smoke inside as well. I know, man. I I, I was never really a smoker. I, I did. I, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. I smoked for a Edinburgh Fringe one time for a month. I, I ended up on my first year of sobriety. Um, how's this for a year? I chucked booze and then did the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Like, we know support network behind me regarding sobriety and I went there my heat was fucking fried and I thought I need something to get through this month and I've always been an anti-smoker and I started smoking one cigarette a day see by the end of the run I was on 40 fags a day mate <laughs> see after the show Fuck one sake. night I think I've got I do think I've got an addictive personality see after the show one night I remember smoking four cigarettes in a row and I was lighting the cigarette with the fag and I was like, I need to stop this. Because a fag with a coffee after your breakfast, I was like, I get it, man. I aye. get it. Mm-hmm. I've started Googling like famous people who smoke cigarettes. And I'm like, aye, that looks cool as fuck. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, Henrik Larson was a partial to a cigarette. Was he? Aye, aye mate. Aye. And there's many of the like famous football players for like the 90s that were smokers man it's wow. unbelievable to think that you can be an athlete and smoke 20 fags a day or whatever. Uh, in fact Lubo smoked didn't mm-hmm. he Aye, Aye. Mm-hmm. it's crazy I have not had a cigarette in years but sometimes I miss it but then I look at people that they smoke like people that have been in my life for years and they've smoked for 30 years it's catty as fuck like I mate Mamma literally sits on a couch and smokes fucking smoking herself into an early grave see when you go anywhere with her as well she's just choking to get home so that she can just sit and chain smoke yeah because when she's with us it'll, she'll have a couple but yeah. when she's in the house mate it'll just be fag after fag yeah. after fag um do you mind the days when like football Italia Channel Four, kinda go Lazio and it would be like fucking guy football managers and like fucking fur coats smoking fags in the dugout? No way! <laughs> Do you know I can never that? remember that. No, no, mate. I they used to fucking like can't smoke anywhere. That's mad, isn't it? I always remember, do you remember in restaurants when it used to be the smokers section, Aye, but mate. it was indoors? How fucking stupid is that? Like it's catty as fucking to remember. How can you? It's the same way, uh, I remember the, the last night of the smoking ban, we went to campus and it's just like, I could never imagine smoking in a pub now or anything like that. Uh, mate, we need to just remind, what were you doing in campus? I was 18. <laughs> all right, okay, all right, <laughs> aye, no bother. Aye, well, that makes me feel fucking old. Um, the, my fringed into my eyebrows. No, no, I've got that. I've got a funny story about the smoking ban. We, I was, I played in a band for ten years, and we were out, and we were touring, and we were playing in. I think we were playing in London. We were either in London or we were in like one of the the bits around about London, doing that area, like Bristol, you know, doing the south coast. But I think we were in London, but we were doing this series of gigs. We were, was basically getting touted as the next White Stripes. There was hundreds of hype. There was two of them. There were women, and basically like a White Stripes fucking clone. But there was a load of hype behind them and all the gigs were sold out. So I think this was like night two or three. But the other nights had went perfectly. But this night in London, for some reason, it was definitely London. For some reason, they were like, you need to go and last. I think they had somewhere to go. I think they had like a recording or like a, a TV show somewhere in London. So they had to leave. So we went on last, right? And they came off stage. 
and the fucking venue emptied. <laughs> so we are like gutted. <laughs> so me and a couple of the guys for the band go into the toilet, take a couple of lines of coke, double done a couple of eckies. Fuck it, there's nobody here to watch it. We'll just have a buzz on stage and just <laughs> get fucked up. We go back on stage, still a couple of people in the venue. We start playing and then slow but surely everybody started to come back in and I'm on stage mid first song coming up like a fucking <laughs> rocket mate <laughs> and what had happened was the smoking ban had come in and we hadn't realized and everybody went out for a fag oh my and god and came back in and the venue was sold out and within a song and a half the place was packed but i was on stage like a fucking cannonball just like rushing about don't remember anything about the gig just remember thinking oh shit and then <laughs> do you remember if you done well no mate I remember coming off stage and um, young guys there being like, that was fucking amazing and like being all at it. Oh. But then I went and bought a £4.50 litre bottle of vodka, drank it and then spewed it <laughs> in my hotel room. Oh, fuck, man. That is an So that's my smoke man story. I could never imagine like smoking in a, smoking in a, co- a comedy club or stuff like that. No? When I went to see Chappelle in London, he had a fag on stage. Because I think he just pays the, the fine, whatever it is. Aye, plenty of people do that, man. Uh, you know, like, that's so strange to see that. It's mad how times have changed. Remember there used to be dog shit everywhere as well? White dog? Remember, like, the white shit when you were a wee guy? Aye. It was, like, white shit everywhere. Where the fuck is that went? Aye, you never really see, like, picking up your dog shit now. Like, that's just... That's what it... <laughs> right. <laughs> So I'm thinking some sort of like weird things happen. There's no white dog shit kicking about, but everybody picks their shit. So surely that's like a dried out dog shit that's white. It's just all dry. No, I think white dog shit has got something to do with a chemical in the food and they removed the chemical because it's bad for dogs. Right, well, there you go, mate. And they did that many, many years ago. But the reason why we don't see dog shit in pavements now is because you'll get fined. As, As should be. People pick up their dog shit. Remember back in the day, it was just dog shit everywhere, man? Aye. Walking about just storing on dog shit. Like, what the fuck? Aye. Mate, did you ever have a scheme dog? Just like a dog that (laughs) cut about the scheme and the collar on that every can you stay his feet. (laughs) There used to be a a McDonald's dog. McDonald's in Springburn, there was a stray dog that used to just sit in the car park all the time and it was like an old boxer. And it was a homeless dog and people used to just feed it double cheeseburgers all the time. Now the dog looked fucked, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Had a stroke, man. Aye, it's like, you just felt bad for Fuck the dog, sake. man. You know what I mean? It was a homeless dog. Somebody should have saved it or took it in, but it adjusted. Aye, mate. Fuck. Do you know what I had the other night? And I, I get absolutely slaughtered for it. Just out of quickness, there was some totties left in the pot. Right. So I had a buttered a piece and I had a piece in totties. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking piece in totty? Have you never had that? No. Oh well, my I've had God. a piece in chips. Right, well. Similar. Right, how did you cook the totties? Right, so they were boiled in the pot and then I get a spoonful of the olive oil butter. And I heated them up and I mixed in the totties and the olive oil butter. Right. Buttered the piece, put the totties on the piece, wee bit of salt, wee bit of brown sauce. And I told my mate that and he was like... No wonder you get slaughtered. Aye. He was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, a piece in totties, man. That's... A piece in totties. <laughs> no, mate. No, I'm not on board with that. It hit Especially the, the brown sauce. It hit the spot, mate. Right. Anything that's totty, 
needs to be tomato sauce. Let's have this discussion then. Here's a subject for you. What do you have tomato sauce on? I'm not calling it ketchup. Tomato sauce. And what do you have brown sauce on? I'll tell you this right now. No. I've never ate macaroni and cheese in my life without tomato sauce. I mate. Macaroni, cheese, tomato sauce is the one. I, I've never, I've, I don't eat it. What's your favourite, what type of macaroni cheese we talk? We're talking craft cheesy pasta. The red packet. Uh-huh. Right, I like that. I do like with the it. Toma- with tomato sauce on it? I would eat that Bang all day. It. I can eat a full packet, no bother, but I'd prefer to make it. Right. And have it home cooked. Right. Fair play but to you. I'm a fucking slob pig cunt, mate. I'd eat, I'd eat anything. You ever had sriracha, which is basically spicy tomato sauce? Yes. And, and macaroni cheese? Never. It's good. See, that's quite hipstery for me. It's good. Too hipster? Yeah, you're slagging me for piecing fucking totties. You put... Hot sauce and macaroni cheese? I've, I would try that, aye. I I'll think try. that's more sophisticated than a piece of totties, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Brun sauce. I'm just trying to claw back the shame. <laughs> what I loved was the, you know, the, the olive oil butter. You know, a wee bit of sage and thyme. I know. And then I fucking whacked the brun sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> but a brun. Right, but what about your fry-up? Because... When I have a fry up, my plate gets split in half. Hi. Yep. We bacon, square sausage, and beans. It's brown sauce. I love how you're thinking about this like it's a NASA fucking spaceship. <laughs> this shit's important, mate. <laughs> and then with the potatoes gone, the egg, and the a lot of link. It's tomato. That's see like egg and brown sauce. Get that to fuck. Yeah. Anybody's pure not. It's brown sauce on your fry up. Fuck off, man. Putting a mad fucking sexual deviant. Putting <laughs> fucking brown sauce on your eggs, man. That's weird, isn't it? Well, I'm not really eat. I mean, I'm weird. I've never really I don't do full Englishes anymore. Cause uh vegan veggie. But Right. I mean, surely the fry up has been the the range now. Aye, the good. fucking aye, mate, it's brilliant. What would you have as your death row meal? I need to put. No, it's cool. What you got to say? I had a f- major thought I was having a stroke there. Brown sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put brown sauce on my lips. <laughs> I need to smear it in my tits. <laughs> um, what's my death row meal? <laughs> Probably steak pie or something like that like my ma's steak but my ma can't cook a steak pie and she's fucked <laughs> she's <laughs> i don't a, know why i laughed at that i'm stick. so sorry man. she's got a walking stick though that like right, it's okay. the, the, the days of all like standing in front of and cooking like my mom was a chef when i was like growing up yeah and she made this incredible steak pie it was like once a week do you know what i mean she would put a bit of effort in see because if i said this on this podcast before i've definitely said it on another one People used to be like, oh, your mom's a chef, that must be great. No, because she cooked all day and came home and shoved my fucking dinner in the microwave. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She couldn't be fucked. Do Aye. you know what I mean? Um, but she used to make this amazing steak pie and just totties and veg. But the steak, the steak mince, like the, the steak stew and the steak pie was the ultimate. She used to put bits of sausage in it as well, man. That sounds nice, mate. Dynamite, mate. So that would be your death row? That would be my death row, but you need a time machine. Because old bastard can't cook it. 
with brown sauce yeah. or tomato sauce. I love my sauce. mom, by the way, mate. She, <laughs> I honestly, know. I, no, I do. I, I genuinely do, but I'm, I'm having a laugh. I'm having a laugh, but no, like, um, I, I think it's important. You can, can tell a lot about a person on what sauce they put on their food. What would you put in a pie? Mince pie. Oh, a scotch pie. Brown sauce. Brown sauce, mate. Oh, it's tomato all day. I'm sorry. What would you put on a sausage roll? It has to be brown oh, sauce, mate. mate. <laughs> Fucking tomato sauce, mate. You ever had a lukewarm Greg sausage roll with cold tomato sauce out the fridge? Early tap it, mate. Banging. Tomato banging. sauce hits the spot, doesn't it? Aye, mate. It's so good. You ever had a piece of tomato sauce? When you were a wee boy? <laughs> right, you're slagging me for a piece. <laughs> Just a piece in tomato sauce. Piece butter tomato sauce. When I was a wee guy, I've not had it since. I've not had it since. <laughs> I've not had it in years. You don't need to explain yourself. I bet you, mate, anything would be good when you're a wee guy. I'd eat shite. I'd eat white dog shite if I was a wee guy. Did you ever pick the fucking uh, chewing gum off a grun when you were a wee guy? I was a boggy me bastard, mate, honestly. I did that. Ugh. Oh. The gritty duck and you're biting through it, not man. Ugh. Do you know me and my pals found a dead body when I was a wee guy? No, do tell. Yep. Let's hear. We were walking up the train tracks and we found a dead body in the bushes. Is this no like stand by me? It is. <laughs> Did that happen though? No. no. <laughs> Who were you in that movie in your mind? Maybe fat girl. <laughs> <laughs> Should remake Stand By Me but in fucking Pozo. The, the Scottish version Aye. would just stand by me. Tomato sauce, I'm fucking starving now, I mate. Know, mate. Just talk about fucking food. So, like I said before we started, I think the DAS stories are quite funny. Yes. So, let's hear the I've got my DAS story. I've pre prepared. What's yours? Do you want me to tell you mine and you can have a think? Yes. I'm just going to have a wee glance at my notes to see if I've actually put anything I've done about my DAS. Uh, no. No. So. He used to spend the fucking summer in the garden, in the front garden, and he had a hammock. So this was his thing. He'd get up early in the morning, do the garden, you know, um, and then he would lie in his hammock all day and just sit and read books and sun himself, right? He was pure anti-sunbathing. And he was I was actually thinking about this. I remember, like, we had a hedge drummer, and he never used it. He was, like, pure, get my shields. <laughs> what fucking, that wrestler, what was that wrestler called with the fucking shields? Oh, what's his name again? God, I can't remember. Something about being a barber. Brutus. Brutus, Brutus the barber. I think we got that at the exact same fucking time there. Ed so, Shearer. <laughs> Boo. I'm so sorry, man. It's a tick. It's not even funny. You I'm need to say they shite jokes, man. They dad jokes. Aye. So good. While tick, staring at you right in the eyes and no blinking. So like, <laughs> staring you, Ed Shearer. <laughs> um, he, it was one day I was coming home from my mates. And he was like stoning, doing like a mad funny lean <laughs> on like the fence at the garden, talking to like these women with shears on his shoulder, right? And like a fucking wife beater and a pair of trackies, <laughs> right? With these mad grass covered trainers that every dad had. Did your dad have like a set of trainers that he wore to cut the grass? Uh, Pure caked in fucking grass, like old trainers, like mad two stripes. He's well named, but he was doing this like weird lean with like his shears. So I'm thinking he's fucking pure trying to impress these women. <laughs> so at the time that mad song, I'm horny, 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 horny. <laughs> so I, I walked by them and I was like, my dad's horny, horny, horny. <laughs> and he fucking grounded me for a week, mate. Oh my God. He was so embarrassed and they went fucking through me. Like, Were the woman laughing? No. Oh my God. <laughs> no, neither was my dad. 
because I think they were kind of like, oh, big Ian. Like my dad was like six one, which was tall for, at the time. He was born in like forty five or something like that. So he was like a giant in comparison to every kind of hills. <laughs> Similar to me, you know what I mean? I'm like five inches taller, but I'm like a fucking. I was like a giant when I was at school, and um, I think there was like about a sexual scheme sexual tension happened my dad's like oh i've just been doing my girl in the day and that you know and i've yeah. walked by like that look you was fucking having a wee flirt <laughs> and my dad was like no and then he was like ah, don't tell your mom <laughs> so there was something happening oh there. for sure mate for sure he was definitely trying to pump these two fucking old woman oh he's, wee, he's lean on the fence with shears on his shoulder honestly mate it was fucking hilarious I've not really got any mad stories about my dad oh, just you. maybe shit that's happened that's ingrained in your memory for all time like i remember my dad came back for the pub steaming one night and me and my ma helped him into bed but he for some reason he was like no clays on so that was the first time i ever seen my dad's cock i was like jealous <laughs> big <laughs> fucking banger in my face thinking <laughs> no one of them fucked my whole life has just been a fucking misery man it's just been a you getting trolled off your dad's dauber <laughs> <laughs> also like i would never be at this stage that i would get so steaming that like i've never been you know how everybody's got a mad da story like that uh -huh. like i just would never get myself into that nick maybe we're just different Gener generations are different i mean, you know I mean generations are definitely different because like our dads didn't have mental health problems um well they did they just didn't know what the fuck was going on. I mean, I fuck knows, but they I'd... just punched walls and made our moths great <laughs> in fear. I and kind of bullied our wains and like a sort of daily activity to like occupy their bitterness. But um, <laughs> 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 but uh, what was I gonna say there? I don't remember everybody getting to like thirty-five and then being like, "I'm sober." Yeah, I think in fact it went the opposite way, didn't it? Everybody had thirty five and went, "I'm going to become a fucking full blown alcoholic." I've been scutting this. Yeah, I've been scutting on this issue because I've got. A f I feel like a. Hopefully, I'm not being too personal here, but I've got a family who there's a lot of alcoholics in my family. Right, and I've got one uncle who was sober before it was cool. Because you know how being sober is cool as fuck now, and Aye. it's quite hipstery, and everybody's doing blogs on it. Well, my uncle was sober 20 years ago when he was, like, classed as a freak. Aye. <laughs> so, aye. How, you know, weird, how weird is that, though? That if you don't drink? Uh, the, the, like, or when people say, do you want to drink? And you go, oh, no, I don't drink. The immediate question after that is, like, how come? Oh, like, what, what? Yeah. Like, I hate that shit, mate. I've, I experienced that early sobriety. I remember I went out with my two mates. It was my first night out. And I think I was about the six month mark. And uh, I've got a pal, to be fair, he's always been like this. And I said to my other mate, see if he fucking asks me if I want to drink one more time, I'm going to knock him out. Mm -hmm. Like, please tell him to shut Aye, up. I like testing you. Because in Tappy, like struggling, you've got mental health problems, your anxiety, you don't really want to be in a pub. And he's like, you want a half? You want a half a pint? You want a shandy? I'm like, ah, mate, shut the fuck up. But I've always found that, see, when you get to a stage like that, when you're really struggling, mm -hmm. uh, the truth will set you free, man. You know what I mean? Oh. I don't know why I say that in a stupid voice. Yeah. It's a coping mechanism for <laughs> we, we horrific crunch things. In <laughs> Aye. Oh, no. no, but when you just say, look, I'm struggling, I need Aye. help, shut the fuck up and leave me alone. Aye, for sure, mate, for sure. Like, I'd, I've never really got that concept of, 
your one of your good mates come to you and gone, I don't want to drink anymore. Gonna please no offer me bevy and then sitting there being like, You sure? <laughs> you sure? Like fucking who was it, did it? Chewing the fat. Was it? Aye, take a drink. Mm-hmm. Aye. Drink that was social commentary on that type of thing that Absolutely. we're talking about. Right. I remember my dad telling me a story about his pal actually. Uh he's like his pal was like, I'm after the booze for Lent. And uh he was in the pub and he was getting shandies and my dad said, Tell my foot you were half a booze for Lent. And he's like, Aye, shandies don't count. Aye. <laughs> 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 Maybe a can of shandy bass. That's got like no alcohol oh. it's like lemonade, beer flavoured lemonade. But a shandy at a pub is a pint of beer. Aye. Half pint and half lemonade. So it was a half and half. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So Aye. it's half a pint. Aye. Just having a half pint. I got a lag of tops no long ago, mate, and it came half and half. I was like, you could it was clear yeah. do you know what i mean i was like can i get a lag of tops and i see not pure Psh! with a lemonade i was like for fuck's sake but you know i'm that way but i was like nah fuck it fuck i'm not it. saying it until i just want liquid I, just I always remember i'm not going to name the person but it's like oh back in the day everybody drank and dro- drove it was all right we're like not wasn't it <laughs> what day we talk about the 1940s <laughs> fuck's sake back in the 90s before the breath alive Breathalyzing stuff came in. Aye, before before you could get caught. Aye. Aye I only like, had a couple of pints and drove up the road. How many pints did you have? Fifteen? You ever, you ever been on a motor with a drink driver? Sadly, I have, mate. Aye, me too. Sadly, I have. Me too. Uh, I used to do deliveries. So, like, my brown law was, like, for the Chinese and Indian, we worked, like, four. There was one night they were like, do a, do a boy swap? Like everybody did a boy in their motor. I used to take the Chinese up and if they gave me a tip, I kept the tip, but he kept the rest of the fucking slave labour. Some nights were great. Some nights were fucking terrible. Like, he'd fart in that motor. He'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck? There was one night he farted, I jumped out the fucking sunroof because he, he locked the fucking central lock <laughs> as he farted. But um, uh, they got, I, I was in like a fucking, like an old rover. The cunt was going about fucking 100 mile an hour doing the M8 and he was like, aye, I've only had three pints. I'm like, 15. I'm like, all right, whatever. And he's like, aye, and had a couple of eckies as well. Fuck's sake. Marcel just started going, man. I was like, I was actually shitting myself, mate. I think that was the first time I ever had a, like, maybe a panic attack. Yeah. can remember just being like, get me out of this fucking motor. Yeah. Like, absolutely shite myself. Fucking prick. It's a, I mean, obviously, for obvious reasons, it's a terrible thing to do, but it's really selfish. It's like the ultimate form of selfishness. Mm-hmm. It's so such a cruel thing today. Like, like how fucking lazy can you be? Just get a taxi or whatever. There's no excuse. This guy was at his work. That's this guy was doing deliveries, and he was like, "Oh, was at the football? It was a Saturday night." And he was like, "I was at the, I was at the Celtic game, I think." Yeah. No, it was Rangers. No, I'm kidding on it. I was at the Celtic game <laughs> and I went I went down to the Gallagate and I was like, all right, were you drinking? He was like, I only had the three pints. And then there was like a pause as I went, mm. and they went, ah, and a couple of eckies. I was like, oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake, mate. Wow. Wow. But then I get called a shite bag. Don't be a shite bag. Aye. Like when I went back, I'm going back into my brown laws motor, no say his name. It was, oh, yeah, fucking me shite bag. And that. You're like, am I? Am I really? I want to live weird logic into it mm-hmm. i remember sitting in a party once and i was getting severe chest pains after taking coke all night and my pal said take another line and it will make you feel better Aye. so i was like i already in fight fire <laughs> with fire <laughs> what happened 
I, I did feel better. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, 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 don't know if that's strange logic. That sounds like that's fine, mate. Aye. So that, if you're ever having a heart attack, have a wee line of Charlie. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Take a line of coke. That will sort you. I had Paul Doc blocked on Twitter for a couple of years. Right. purely because he had a moustache and I fucking hated him. <laughs> it was the moustache and he used to put a kiss at the end of a tweet. Aye, uh, yeah, he still and, does that. Aye. And then I met him one night in the stand and we had a good laugh and then I confessed to him and I was like, mate, I'm so sorry. Um, I blocked you because you've got a tash and you put a kiss at the end of your tweet and he done that. It's no bother, mate. Kiss. It's like, Argh. Oh, he wound you up, man. Aye. He went for it. He fucking went for it. These wee guys are making waves. Yes. Like, um, well, saying that, I mean, Paul Doc, but like Mark and Paul Black are doing really well and one-man shows and Aye. stand-up and stuff. I think it's, they might be like the new wave or like sort of Scottish comedy. You've got to do your thing, man. And if people are buying tickets, then good on you at the end of the day. It's the same when I was saying about Janie Godley or things like maybe Mrs. Brown's Boys. I, I don't find Mrs. Brown's Boys funny. I find it really unfunny, actually. But if I was a producer, I would be able to look at it and say, from 50 years old onwards, that is their fan base. Because... Mm -hmm. I took my mum to the cinema once, right? And I was like the youngest person there by 30 years. And I didn't enjoy it at all, right? I never laughed once. But I was like, if I'm a producer, I'm going to say, there's a blank check book. Aye, Make course. it until you die. Make it till you die, baby. Aye, things like that perplex me, really. Like how such unfunny things, people find it like pure hilariously funny. <laughs> yeah. Try to think of something People else. that laugh at ad adverts in the cinema, they type of cuts. Aye, man. It's just like pure no funny. Like, that's just shite. Like, what are you, what yeah. are you laughing at? Like They put brown sauce on their mac and cheese, they uh, cunts. Those cunts. They eat fucking pieces and totty. <laughs> That'd be my death, Romeo. Piece and totty, just to spite you. Toast and totty. Aye. <laughs> but I found out the other day, you know how you're talking about the new wave of Scottish talent mm -hmm. um i used to do vine and i used oh, did you to, i used to do it i so i started off as a stand-up comedian i've always been a stand-up comedian since right. i've been i done my first gig when i was 18 never started doing it again till i was 22 mm -hmm. but i done vine and to this day i still get people saying oh you're the vine guy and that's why i stopped doing it because i never wanted to be the vine guy right i want to be comedian mm. and i've always been a comedian i did probably a thousand gigs before i got vine but there was this wee community in vine and there were scottish viners like lemmy you'd have been one surely no no Lemmy's too big too big right okay but it's like the equivalent of paul black and paul doc and stuff right but these guys weren't that funny they used to just take still game clips put happy hardcore music at it and regurgitate that constantly. Uh -huh. Now, I don't want to name them, right? But say there was about 50 of them and they're on Scottish Vines and Scottish Banter and all that shit. Right. They used to troll me, mate. Like, <laughs> wild trolling. Like, they, I remember they set up... Uh, they, they had this Vine account called i've got a fat lip right like there i fell off a bike when i was a wee guy 
see when I'm skinny, you can you proper can see, it, see it. Right. But you can kind of see it now that you're pointing out. Like right? when I do aye, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got a but, wee sort of like fold, aye. which will be a lot of scar, I take it. Aye. Right. Okay. But see when I'm skinny, it is fucking wild. Like you can, mm-hmm. like an Elvis lip, and they set up a, an account called Darren Connell's Lip Has Cancer. And they were zooming into my lip at every kind of vine that I'd done. Right, so they were bullying you? Bullying. Right. This was when I still worked in Asda before Scott Squad and stuff. And see, now, looking back, I'm grateful that it happened to me because it thickened my skin and it's made me be able to deal with that type of shit when trolls kind of come up. Right. But I found out the other night that one of them just get outed as a fucking rapist. So I, I'm not going to name them, right. but when I seen it and I was like, wow, no, the guy's not being charged. I, I, I don't know what's happening, right? right? But see to witness, to see to be outed, they kind of made me out like I was a cunt and then they all turned against me. They all trolled me. They all got quite social media famous. And then every single one of them disappeared like individually because they're all cunts. Right. But fucking see, hell. See to see something like that go round full circle uh-huh. is just mental. Like to witness something like that, like early space of nine years or Aye, something. Mate. Like Foley, something like that. And Aye. then it, the person gets outed as a mad fucking rapist beast man. Like what the fuck? Aye. So I'm like lying in my bed, seeing it on Twitter, and a part of me was like, ah, fucking get up, yeah. Uh, well, mate, considering what they did, mate, fucking pure picking on you like that, man, that's mental. What type of following did you have on Vine? I got a couple of million, they called it loops. Right. Uh, it was like was six like second. Re- replays or something like uh, that, right. So uh-huh. I got a couple of million uh, loops. Right. And I done all right. It got me a lot of followings on my social media. And then when I done a solo show, people would, bought, would buy tickets. I bought tickets. No, I think TikTok's kind of just fine. I think it might be the same. I think it's Twitter that owns it. So it, it does. It was Twitter that shut it down. Aye. It shut fine down. Is Twitter with TikTok as well? No, 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 no. I think TikTok's owned by, well, they were started by a Chinese company, weren't oh, they? Because right. that's why they were trying to get it shut down. But they get bought. Oh, so, they sold it to somebody in America, but I don't think it was like Jack, is it Jack Dorsey or whatever the guy's name is on Twitter? TikTok is a better version of Vine. It's, some, it's just basically the same. Vine with... was way before its time, but man. Yeah. Like, way, I remember I remember loving it. Like, I used to just sit on Vine constantly. Mm-hmm. And then there was uh, the early version of YouTube, Justin TV. Do you remember that? I know, eh? Well, I used to sit and eat cake. I remember Mate. sitting watching Lemmy a Sunday night and he was just sitting eating a slice of cake, talking about this cake, coconut cake, and that was it for like <laughs> an hour. But no, it's, it's funny. I, that That is, man, fucking mental how like these platforms are just pure way before their time and then mm-hmm. something comes along that's almost the exact same and just goes mental like five years later or whatever. That's where they see the, the boxers, the uh, YouTube brothers. I sound like... Jake and Logan Paul. They started on Vine. Did they? Yeah. And they've been doing it that long. Yes, that's where they... That's what you tend to find as well. Like, you, you see these pure social media superstars. See, like, the guy that does the news show on YouTube, fucking uh, DeFranco. Aye. Philip DeFranco. He's been doing that for, like, 10 years. And people are, like, no, giving advice. 
here's how you become mega famous on YouTube. And very few people go for nothing to pure superstar on these platforms instantaneous. You tend to find that they've built it early years. Yeah. Started slow. I mean, remember listening to uh, Rogan talk about his podcast and he's like the first episode of the podcast like four people listened to it yeah and then he was like five years later I've been getting a billion downloads or whatever but he's been doing Joe Rogan experience I mean he's on like episode 3000 or something yeah it's been years and years and years building that you know I mean I used to listen to that when I worked in Asda I used to walk around the car park as a trolley boy with the headphones oh, in and that was like I don't even know how many years ago that was early days I first started listening to Rogan in 2015 mm -hmm. so you're like six years ago i think i started listening to him he's a fucking prick he has a prick in it he has mate he's outed himself do you know what i've always had kind of the feeling that he's a prick but you're kind of getting any reason to think like this maybe it's just because he's like a guy he's masculine or whatever and then see recently you're like you're a fucking prick definitely within the last year i think he showed his true colours. Mm -hmm. He's also introduced a lot of rotten bastards to the world, man. For sure. Like, really shit, unfunny comedians that are essentially open spots. And for some reason, he shoehorned them into what, fame. Like, uh, Ari Shafir. I think Ari Shafir's brilliant. Do you? Aye, but, and I like, I don't like him. Uh -huh. he's, he, uh, he's a knob. Yeah. But I think his comedy's kind of funny you know what i mean like no i understand sort of. that i do understand that but that's why i went off from hearing them about drugging people right and aye. all that type of shit i used but, to love big joey diaz oh, as well that's what i was going to say like he's introduced so many great comedians to the world like fucking bert chrysler's hilarious yeah. um and joey diaz mate i mean he's not a great comedian but what a podcaster he is man does he know do your tits and in a fucking deviant but um no man he's like i don't know he's like a fucking smelly uncle he keeps talking over the guests man and i fucking i don't know if i've got like a wee thing in my mind i'm just like ah aye there's a difference between the uk podcast sort of scene because people watch joey diaz's podcast for to see joey diaz mm -hmm. whereas and and i think you're doing that actually you're doing something really different with us because you're doing kind of like a billboard even yeah. though we've got like a sort of dynamic going between the two is i think like if you develop what you're doing it could be something that re that sort of resembles what's happening in america but here people watch podcasts for the guests yeah if you get a shite guest maybe they watch is it rogan could have his dug and yeah. a million people would download it because it's about him um and I think that that's what you could do with us, really, is just develop it into it being about you. Well, I'd, I'd, I would like to try and do that. I, I think we're still, like, through the teething process. Oh, for sure, mate. Okay. I don't really know what's happening. We we never really, I don't really have, our, have subjects because I want it to be organic. But I am returning to stand-up oh, in really? January. Oh, yes, mate. So I've took a break. I don't know if a lot of people knew, knew that, but there's a lot of factors. COVID restrictions at the start. People were still wanting you to wear a mask when you were on stage and stuff. The fees were reduced. There was just too much uh, negativity, negativity there. Mm -hmm. So I decided, fuck it, I'm taking a break. I took maybe four or five months off, I think, and I'm 
returning back in January. So Brilliant, mate. Glad I'm, to hear it. I'm going to look into a tour, a Scottish tour. I'm going to start gigging in England more or wherever I can get a gig and maybe you can film me. Oh, absolutely. But uh, yeah, it's good to hear, mate. It's good to hear that you're going to get back to it. Yeah, because I've been watching a lot of comedy recently. You know how you were saying last week, do things that make you happy to make you feel better. I've been binging It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Good choice. And it's just it's just ignited the kind of comedy in me that I miss it. I miss trying to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. I miss a crowd. Do you see the three of them have started a podcast? About Always Sunny? Yes. I binged it, actually. Oh, three, did you? There's three episodes out. Right. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The podcast is brilliant. Um, it's just like three mates having a laugh, talking about the stuff that they filmed. But have you listened to it yet? No, mate. I haven't. I've just seen it. I've just seen it was there. But yeah. um, I'll, I'll hopefully get rid of it. But no, that's good, mate, that you, you binge watch some stuff and you're getting back into comedy. Yeah. Because I think that I... Good to see you. It'd be good to see you back because I've never seen you. You know, we've met (laughs) recently and obviously been aware of you and knew when I went and first met with Kieran, you were doing all about ability and then was like, right, know who this guy is. But um, I have never seen you doing stand-up, mate, so I would love to come and see you. Thank you. I think that's my downfall. I've got myself to blame as well. See, since I ditched the vein... I've never been a comedian that will film my stuff. I don't film my sets. I don't put things online. Uh, so that's where I've failed. But when I go back, I'm going to start putting my clips up on online and stuff and try and get it shared. I've got, in my mind, I've probably got about three hours of material that I've been doing for like 10 years. I might try and film it and right. just get it out there i put it to bed i basically draw a line under it because when i go back in january there's no fucking way i'm doing the material that i've got that's just a disservice to to stand up i think it's pretty clatty to be doing the same material Mm -hmm. you can't live through a time like this and no have new material it Mm -hmm. doesn't have have today anything about you know covid or whatever but it's been two years you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's something that well, has that changed? Because when you listen to Hicks, even though if you listen to the specials, you know, like One Night Stand or and is it Revelations that's live in London? And when you listen to the back catalogue, he does a lot of repeating. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's there's jokes that are in every stand-up set. Yeah. So I feel like that's maybe something that's kind of changed a wee bit where it, comedians now, because of the internet, because of Netflix, because of specials, they need to yeah. burn the material. They kind of keep doing it over and over and over again. I mean, people used to just tour an act. I know. What a band. Getting it's up and doing their greatest hits. It's going to be weird getting back into it, man. This is the longest two years uh, without a gig. I've been offered gigs. And I've just said no. But so, so, something that's such a big, massive part of your life, all of a sudden you don't do it anymore. You've got to do it, mate. If it's your passion, you've got to do it. Yeah. I feel like George Foreman, when he goes back, you know, when he had a fight when he was like 90? Uh, he won the World Heavyweight title at 65 or something, uh, didn't he? And I then, feel like I'm a 65-year-old George Foreman. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Tyson <laughs> Tyson said he was going to eat his heart when he came out of jail, and then when Tyson <laughs> got released, George Foreman retired for a second time. He was like, I'm not fighting him. <laughs> Fuck that. Get lettered off Ali. I'm not getting lettered off us. We fucking Aye. Dick. The last thing I've got is an alien told me that America 
is paying for its sins for the genocide of Native Americans and the only way that they'll be forgiven is if they beg for forgiveness. So I think I might have took too much CBD when I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did you speak to an alien? Like, is that, did that happen? Or something spoke it? to me. Right. I heard something. I don't know if it was an alien. Right. But see if you were to think about it, that's true. Maybe I maybe that that is what's happening. We're getting fucking punished for colonizing the, the rest of the world because we're as much a part of that shit as you know what I mean. No, no me. The Scots, mate. No me. No us. I didn't do it. <laughs> no matter. <laughs> Peace and Totties. That's the name of the. Is that the name of this this uh, episode? Are you happy with it so far? Um, mate, I had a laugh. It's been a chilled out one this today not many laugh out loud moments but it doesn't need to be laugh out loud i'm speaking from my heart and my soul i'm not performing seal you don't need to laugh all the time <laughs> <laughs> um we'll wrap it up aye i just want to say thank you very much for tuning in if you enjoy it please like and share and if you can afford it you can donate a coffee through the coffee app uh, donate whatever you can and it will go towards uh, running the show. So thank you very much. Peace and toity for my dinner tonight. And yeah, I'll do. Another dab. Ah. Another dab. That's pathetic, isn't it? Hey. Toy dab. <laughs> the smoking band dab. Ah. <laughs>